the startup capital of the UK, Silicon Valley by the sea, Brighton is home to some of the most creative minds developing disruptive and purpose-led businesses. You're listening to the Brighton Startup Podcast, the show that brings you exclusive interviews with the founders, CEOs, and investors of the most exciting Brighton businesses today. With your host, Chetan Padia. Let's get started. So today we're talking to Charlie, Matt, and Ryan, co-founders of Ethical, who are empowering shoppers to make more ethical purchasing decisions. Hi, guys. Uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about who you are? Sure. So hi, everyone. My name is Charlie Jordan. As mentioned, yeah, I'm one of the co-founders here at Ethical. I'm currently a final year student at uh, Brighton University studying business management with finance. Oh, yeah. Great to be here. I'm Matt Denford, also one of the co-founders of Ethical. Same as Charlie, really. I study at Brighton University doing straight business management. And finally, it's me. I'm Ryan Hudson. I am very similar to the other two. I'm a final year student studying business management at Brighton. Tell us a little bit about Ethical, your company. Yeah, so Ethical is here to bridge the gap between the ethical businesses and those individuals who endeavour to shop more ethically and sustainably. So we aim to do this by informing, encouraging and rewarding people for making more ethical purchasing decisions. So the way in which we believe we can achieve this is through introducing a breakthrough lifestyle app that rewards customers for shopping ethically. With the more money spent on ethical products, the more tokens users can generate. These tokens can then be reinvested back into the ethical ecosystem for exclusive rewards and discounts on ethical products and services. So we're hoping that this seamless experience eliminates the need for a rewards card due to the advancements in technology that allows real-time payment data to be transferred at the point of sale. So this can all sound a bit scary, but it's actually very simple and secure. The reason we're doing this is because we want to achieve two key benefits. So firstly, for retailers, we want our app to reward ethical organisations by increasing their visibility, demand and subsequent sales revenue, as we're providing them with a platform for retailers to showcase all of the good things that they're doing in regards to ethics sustainability. And as we're currently living in a world dominated by these retail powerhouses, we know the challenge in raising their profiles and trying to be heard above that noise. So we're trying to bring these retailers together for a unique community and help raise their awareness by driving new and sustainable sales to them through our innovative tech and intelligent marketing. But also the second benefit is for the likes of you and me. So we all want to ensure that we're spending with socially responsible organisations that you know, are generally proactive with regards to their ethical business practices and sustainable trading. So Ethical will reward this activity and help individuals like myself make long-term and lasting retail decisions to make a difference to the wider world. Thanks, Matt. It's a really laudable aim and definitely something quite close to my heart. So can you take us back to the first moment you thought of the idea and tell us how the company came to be? Of course. So um, as we've all sort of briefly mentioned, we all are final year students at Brighton University. We're all actually originally from Portsmouth as well, um, although we didn't sort of really know each other to this until we moved to Brighton. But having moved back, well, moving back to Brighton in 2016 now, we could clearly see that it was one of the greenest cities in the UK. You know, there were hundreds of fantastic and independent ethically minded organisations that are all around us but we still found ourselves shopping with the retail powerhouses for example going to you know the big supermarkets rather than the little independent ones that often you know tend to greenwash their reputations we struggled to find out where these sort of retailers were 
what they do and sort of yeah you know what you know the, the fantastic things they're doing I guess um, and that's where we sort of had the initial idea that we need to do something to give these give these companies the exposure that they really deserve to tell people where and what they do so that's why we set up ethical to champion these sustainable retailers and drive more people to their doorsteps as well as their e-commerce platforms we're quite an ambitious bunch here although we're in our sort of relatively early stages but our vision is to basically achieve 1 million ethical transactions by 2025 and we've always sort of got the the viewpoint that you know we need to grow our retail partners because that will you know obviously in turn grow us so that's that's where our sort of vision is and that's where the idea prompted from we sort of sat on the idea from 2016 2017 um, but with support from the university in a final year this year it sort of relit the spark for us to actually take this idea forward and sort of make it a reality as we come into the new decade amazing um so i've not actually heard the term greenwashing before could you explain that to us charlie so in terms of greenwashing it's all about the idea that you know for example the, the big the big retailers they will potentially start offering a particular product range that is seen as ethical or sustainable but relatively in the grand scheme of things it's nothing compared to what the rest they're offering if that makes sense it's the idea that you know they they use a specific product or range to try and you know shift people's consciousness around you know how how that company's operating if it if they're being ethical or sustainable if that makes sense i don't know if the other guys have any sort of input into that so I think for me, the one big example that stands out is in terms of Coca-Cola. It is, this one just always makes me laugh because they've obviously got their smart water range and these smart water bottles are amazingly 100% renewable and recyclable. And you think, oh, you know, well done, Coca-Cola, but what about those other millions of tonnes of plastic that's either going into our oceans or being incinerated each and every year? So it's almost, you know, by them greenwashing and having this huge marketing spend on these individual products and services that are actually green and fair enough, you know, they're doing a good thing. They're actually having a detrimental impact on their overall company because for likes of you and me, we're cottoning onto this now and we're saying, okay, so this one water bottle is recyclable. How about the other millions that you're producing? So I think, yeah, so now they're kind of killing themselves and yeah, hopefully it's the it's a start of something great in terms of our sustainable retailers that we've got. Yeah, I'd like to think that the younger generations are more savvy to that kind of greenwashing, as you put it. So how did you get your first customers? So this is a, quite a difficult question because we're currently pre-trading. So we don't sell anything as such as some businesses would. So we like to kind of consider retail partners as customers, but we like to call them partners because in our relationship with them, it's mutually beneficial. And we want both sides of the party to have equal sort of say in what we do and how we move forward a very sort of a progressive way of working with each other um, so we got them mainly through our knowledge of businesses and just contacting people just taking a leap of faith and saying what we're about really selling our vision because we don't have a lot of tangible asset to sell them or a website to show them so it's very much about the passion that we've got for what we do um, other ones we found through recommendations from these businesses that have then referred us to someone else that they know that's ethical, which has really helped. And then just word of mouth. So we've had people talking about us through sort of promotion that we've done on social media that's really helped. And then we've had actually people reach out through our 
email channels, which is really good. Um, there's been significant support from Brighton University. So as we sort of progress this business idea forward, we were sitting and doing it during a business uh, business model about developing our own business plan. So we actually pitched to, so we did a Dragon's Den pitch to the Brighton Commerce uh, Chambers, and we pitched to some leaders in business in the Brighton area, and they sort of, they come back to us and said, this is a really good idea, and we really love what you're doing. And that sort of pushed us and gave us the final sort of vote of confidence that we needed. Social media has been really beneficial, so we've been very active on LinkedIn in terms of the business page, but also our personal brands. So we want to be seen as thought leaders and we want to move forward and really be people that are actively engaging in ethics and sustainability and not just our business page. So people can relate us to the business and not just the overall business. And then finally, we've actually we're actually doing a talk today. Um, when this goes out, it will actually have already happened and it's going to be through Silicon Brighton Online. And we're really hoping that that will give us more exposure. So we're hoping that we're going to get more people signed up to our social media, our mailing list, and they're going to reach out to us and want to be part of when we move forward, when we launch the website, but also maybe some retailers that are keen to get on board and see what we're about and see how we can help them. And that's, uh, that's what we're hoping. Okay, so you're building a following for the customers, the end users to, to jump on at the point you launch. But what about retailers? So how many retailers have you got interested and what's their feedback been so far? So we've got around 11 at the moment. Uh, we're just signing off a couple more that we're in contact with. Um, there's a few more via email that we've got to have conversations with over the next couple of weeks. There's, there's quite a lot going on. It's, really, it's a really busy time. Um, but they gave us really good feedback in terms of they love the idea. They, they, they see what we're trying to do. They see the vision. They feel there's a need for it because we get some businesses that we've come to and they've said to us, I've been really thinking about bringing out some sort of reward scheme. But then when we can add that extra value of our reward scheme is mutually beneficial for everyone in Brighton that's ethical. And we can create an ecosystem where people go to these businesses time and time again and they find new businesses through the other businesses they were already going to. We can hopefully really channel a societal change in the way we purchase, especially in Brighton and Hove. But hopefully beyond that in the future. Amazing. Thanks, Ryan. So what have been your best and worst moments to date, do you think? As I say, as we mentioned, we are, you know, relatively early on in our journey here at Ethical. But there's been some fantastic and, and challenging moments along the way. I mean, I say, I think I speak on behalf of, of all of the guys that I think one of the best moments for us is the recognition of our support, of the support to our partners. Um, you know, they believe, as Ryan mentioned, they believe in our in our vision and they believe that we can help support them and also, you know, just drive this societal change that that's needed really. Um so, you know, we've had several sort of shout outs from from several retail partners of, you know, really admiring what we're trying to do and what we're trying to achieve. So I think I think to hear that from them is yeah, one of the best things to date, I, I would say. So another thing for us is that recently we've actually had our first retailer reach out to us via our landing page. Um, and to be honest, it's not a pretty landing page. It's very, very basic. But, you know, to see someone come to us to say, look, I really like I've heard what's what, you know, what you guys are looking to do. I really want to be involved with it was was a, was a real big milestone for us um, just to see that, you know, what the work that we're putting on the social media, LinkedIn and 
networking and getting exposure is obviously, you know, working, which is really fantastic to see. I mean, in terms of worst moments so far, given the sort of current circumstances around COVID-19 and lockdown and everything, you know, we, we've officially incorporated in March. So it was amongst all of this chaos. So I think one of the one of the hardest and worst moments we've seen is just how our partners are really struggling within this climate. Um, you know, one one of our retail partners, for example, they recently basically, well, basically sacked in their jobs. Um, you know, they gave up that security of a monthly a monthly pay packet to try and drive positive change forward, which basically their, their product is around eliminating the need for plastic. But um, having spoken to them with, with everything that's going on with lockdown and, and the current economic conditions is that their business has effectively just fallen off a cliff. And to see the struggle that these guys are going from, even though they're doing, they're the ones that are trying to do the good things, they're the ones that are hit the hardest. So I think that's been one of the most uh, challenging things for us. I'd say as well that another challenge we've experienced is sort of trying to prove the concept without the actual product there. You know, it's all good talking about this big vision and, you know, what we're going to do, but without having anything tangible to offer, to show, it's been it's very, very challenging. So, you know, for example, we've only have our, at the, at the minute, we only have our landing pages, which I said is not, is not, it's not pretty to be honest, but um, it's been quite difficult to, to talk well, it's been, it's been easy to talk about it, but it's been difficult to sort of prove the concept when we haven't got anything there. And I think just the remote working's been quite a challenge as well. I mean, we we always had the expectation of sort of just meeting these partners face to face and and going into these these retail outlets to actually speak to the people. But um, obviously, with everything that's going on, it's 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 been a learning curve for us. We've we've had to adapt, but it's been you know it's a challenge that everyone's experiencing now. Um, so yeah, I'd say they're the, they're the main uh, highs and lows from our journey so far. Cool. Thanks, Charlie. So I think you've talked a bit about why it makes sense for Ethical to be Brighton-based. Uh, and I know you are all studying at university in Brighton. But can you tell us a bit about what it's like uh, starting a business here? Yeah, so obviously for us, this is our first ever real business venture. So it's kind of really exciting to just be launching a business just anywhere. And I think, especially during this time, it's really difficult because there's no, you know, physical presence that you can that you can be in. However, you know, through the University of Brighton being kind of our hub, it's really allowed us to network with like-minded people in Brighton and really understand how creative the city is. And I think that's what really kind of drew us back to Brighton because we're all final year studies, uh, looking to almost fly the nest, but we wanted to have something that we can cling on to and almost give back to the city and remain entrenched within the city because we understood that there's, I believe it, they've got in Brighton the most independent businesses per square mile in the whole of the South Coast and, you know, one of the greenest cities in the UK. So I think this is the perfect place for us to be. Although, you know, it's very easy to pop into London for, you know, in an hour's journey, Brighton just has something really unique it's quirky, it's different. And we felt that there's so many people that are just willing to help. And we were quite conscious that, you know, we are just coming out of university with this big idea. But so many people have believed in us and so many people have offered their support. And they know that we're not in the financial place to be paying above the odds at the moment. So, so many people have just reached out to us and have been mentoring us throughout 
our, you know, our process and just, you're literally just yeah, holding their hands out, just willing to help. So I think that's what's really been nice about Brighton is that we have a really nice kind of community feel. And yeah, I think that's kind of made us more passionate now about trying to make a difference within you know, our local community and getting the voices heard from our sustainable retail partners based in Brighton. Um, so yeah, I think that's what I'd say for that. Yeah, I love hearing that story. And I think we've heard that from a few founders as well. And that's, I mean, that's one of the things we love about this city. To each of you, I'm going to ask, what's the one principle you live by that's driving you? So I'm going to put that to Charlie first. So one principle that's sort of driving me personally is, you know, through, through our venture with Ethical, it's the sort of belief that together we can all collectively make a difference that will benefit everyone, including our, the current generations and future gener- generations to come. Um, and just the idea that, yeah, unity um, is crucial for, dri- for driving this change that will benefit everyone. Cool. All right. Same question to Matt. I'm a bit more simple than Charlie, you see. So, so for me, I just really like to remain optimistic. I think that's one thing I've personally always stuck by and it's, it's done pretty well so far. So although it's a bit doom and gloom at the moment, I think, you know, we will come out the back of this and I think there are going to be some great things that come out the back of this in, in regards to, you know, the sustainability approach. So many more people are more conscious now about where they're shopping. So, yeah, for me, it's just about remaining opt- optimistic and in any situation and thinking, you know, we can always do a bit better, go forward. And what about you, Ryan? So as I've sort of come to know business more through my studies and understood how the way it works, I thought that we kind of live in a broken system. Our large firms like across the the globe dominate markets and someone has to change it. So that's where my passion and the principle that this business lives on for me is that hopefully we can make a start and that we can be the ones to really champion it and move forward and move to shopping with independence not go to your your big retailers and forget about all the people that are actually working that you don't know that you don't see because they can't afford to spend 10 million on marketing a year amazing so what are you most excited about right now i'd say tangibly monitoring the difference that we make to our planet society and well-being so how we can actually show the impact that we've had, the, the, the necessary drive of foots through the door in all these independents and retailers. So that's what I'm excited about. I'm excited about being able to show that and being able to monitor it in a way that we can then go back to people and go, look, we've actually done this. This, is, this has been due to us. And then we can help them retailers and we can also push ourselves forward and be proud of what we've done. That sort of ties in with seeing our retailers thrive and getting the exposure they deserve. So that's always an exciting thing. If we can help these little businesses push forward and we can progress them, especially past this COVID-19 pandemic we're in, and then come out the other side stronger than they were before and we can help them get people through the door and make sure that they survive, that's everything for us. That, that, That makes me excited. If we can do that for just one business, then then everything we've done is worthwhile. Long term, we're looking at sort of having a regenerative uh, regenerative impact in what we do. So we want to be able to give back to society in terms of maybe planting trees and carbon, so carbon capturing, etc. We want to be involved in that with our business. We always want to be able to say how we've benefited uh, the globe in terms of 
carbon emissions and a better planet. And then finally, the, the big one, which I think the other two are excited about. So I will let you go to Matt for this because I think Matt will be really keen to express an interest in why he's excited about this because this is a big thing for us. We're just about to launch our website. Hey, so as of the end of, uh, end of May, so the week commencing the 25th, uh, we are set to actually, yeah, make this kind of grand idea into reality, and you know, prove that our hard work has has paid off. So we're looking to launch our website on the week commencing the twenty fifth of May, and it's just something that is a huge milestone for us. So especially as Ryan mentioned, during these current circumstances, we've all had to adapt and work remotely. However, when we're all living in Brighton together, buzzing around each other each day. It was a lot easier, I felt, to get things moving. But yeah, just yeah, hugely proud of kind of everyone involved to help us get to this stage. And yeah, looking at this website flourishing and hopefully it's a it's a start of great things to come. Lovely. Looking forward to seeing it. I'm hoping it'll be launched by the time we release this podcast. Do you know what the URL is going to be by any chance? So it's going to be ethical, so spelt with a U co.uk. Amazing. Thank you. And what's your biggest need as a company right now? I think for us collectively, we've got probably, I would say, three things in mind in terms of what we really need. So I think firstly, we need the Brighton community to get behind it. So without people of Brighton and Hove you know, pushing us forward and being kind of on our website and interacting with us, there's it's very difficult for us to gain momentum and grow. So we want to try and achieve this through social media. So we'd really appreciate if you check out all of our social media pages. So you've got, you know, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram. Give us a like and keep up to date with what we're getting up to. We'd really appreciate that. Also, join our mailing list as well, which you can find on our website when it comes live. So that's a big part of the Bryson community side. I think number two is about retailers. So because we're just trying to help as many retailers as possible, which has you know ethics and sustainability at the forefront of their business, we would love for any of these retailers to reach out to us and to sign up and get in touch. Because see, for us, we've been personally reaching out and building fantastic relationships. But obviously for us to progress and to be more enticing for the Brighton community, we want as many you know, fantastic retailers to showcase as possible. And then thirdly, it's quite the big scary one. So this is the actual investment in terms of us building our app. So in the long game, we wish to build a mobile app which will inform, encourage and reward individuals for making these ethical purchasing decisions. But it's very difficult for us to do this unless we have the investment because my pockets aren't very deep at the moment, <laughs> which is a shame. So, yeah, I believe investment's a, a massive thing for us to really propel us forward. Great. Well, thanks very much, gents. It's been amazing learning more and more about Ethical. Good luck with it, and I look forward to checking out the website when it's live. Thank you very much for having us. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks very much, guys. You've been listening to the Brighton Startup Podcast. Be sure to check us out at brightonstartup.com and join us next week for another episode as we continue to discover Brighton's most exciting startups and the people behind them.